Hi, this is Bill Enyard with Reflections from the River. We're talking today about snowy days and speedy dreams. The snow-covered roofs sit silently outside the two walls of windows lining my second-floor riding room. The sun brightens the snow as it begins its morning rise. There are no clouds to dissipate its light. The very peaks of the roofs have shed their snow cover with a promise to bear the balance of the gray shingles to the blue skies. The mansard roof of the century-and-a-half-old mansion across the alley stands in contrast. No snow clings to the slate shingles' steep slopes. The ice and eight inches of last week's snow will soon be forgotten here, with a promise of 52 degrees tomorrow. It's not yet mid-February, But we know from years past the promise of the crocuses sheltered by the south-facing brick walls of our neighbor's house. Ah, the vagaries of southern Illinois winters. Yesterday morning, the yellow Labrador's early morning visit to the backyard was shortened by the five-degree temperature. This morning's visit, ah, a bit longer with the temperature at 18 degrees. And, of course, tomorrow's will be leisurely with its spring-like promise of the 50s. The new riding machine awaits me in the garage storage room. I've ridden it but once since it arrived in mid-January. Snow, rain, and unpostponable commitments kept me from bolting on the pedals, checking the tires, and ferrying it to the mile-away bike path, other than that one last glorious day of January. January 31st, the sun came out to warm the sheltered patio to spring-like temperatures. I tugged off my North Face insulated jacket-lined parka as I searched for the correct wrench to install the pedals. Satisfied once the job was done, I loaded the new machine into the waiting Jeep, quickly changed into my riding togs, Shimano bicycling shoes, and Safety Lime Green Helmet. As I loaded the new ICE VTX World Champion recumbent trike, its lightweight amazed me. It seemed to weigh half of what my ICE adventure weighs. Of course, then the headrest hit the ceiling of the Jeep, slowing the process, as I had to find the correct hex head wrench to loosen the bolts so as to slide the headrest down. Oops! Loosen the bolts too much. The headrest falls to the concrete garage floor. Damn it. Now I'm getting in a hurry to get to the bike trail. Slow down. Do it right. Headrest back on. Just loose enough to slide. Not so loose as to fall off. Nine blocks away, the Metrolink bike trail waits, bathed in sunshine. I steer the Jeep into my usual parking spot. First row next to the access road, immediately across from the blue emergency light to summon the police. I like to park there, figuring that car burglars would be less likely to break into a car near the light. Not that I've heard of thieves breaking into cars at this parking lot, and why they'd be so foolish in broad daylight doesn't really cross my mind. I load the water bottle, lock the Jeep, and lower myself into the seat. Hmm, it's a little more difficult to get down into than the taller and wider 
ice adventure. I clip my bicycling shoe cleats into the Shimano pedals, check the low-riding left rear-view mirror, and spin off. My God, this thing is quick. I've never ridden a bike with electric shift. And as an old Boy Scout, I'd watched a couple of YouTube videos for a lesson in how to operate them. Gently tap the little button on the right-hand grip. It shifts up. Sweet. Wait, how do I downshift? I look for another button on the right-hand grip. None to be found. On my other trikes and bikes, the right-hand shifter controls the rear derailleur, while the left hand controls the front. You simply move the shifters forwards or backwards to upshift or downshift gears. Well, I'll hit the left button and shift the front derailleur. To my surprise, it didn't work that way. The left button downshifted gears. Aha! That's the way it works. No matter how many YouTube videos I watch, I still have to physically perform whatever it is I'm trying to learn before I master it. This is a machine that I've lusted for since I saw the first ad promoting it. It holds two world records for fastest recumbent trike in the world. One for the fastest 100 kilometers. That's 62 miles for you non-metric folk. And one for the fastest 100 miles. Putting me on this machine is like handing me Tiger Woods golf clubs. Riding my ice adventure is like driving my dad's 1965 Oldsmobile 88. Big, comfortable, smooth. This thing is a Ferrari. Fast, nimble, and requires constant attention. On the adventure, I could close my eyes and nap while trundling along. But the VTX is careening through the turns at Le Mans. I risk taking a quick glance at my Garmin wristwatch. Going up a slight slope, I'm hitting 17.8 miles per hour. That's uphill. I'm not even trying to go fast. This is as fast as I could take that hill on my carbon fiber Trek Demona 5.2, which is a good 10 pounds lighter than this machine. My God, how fast will this thing go? As I come spinning down the hill from the overpass crossing Illinois Route 159, my thumb is frantically tapping the gear shift button to get into a high enough gear to keep power moving to the rear wheel. The asphalt path will bottom out just before crossing a wooden bridge at the base of Highmount School Hill, where the kids go sledding on snowy days. I'm consciously ordering my hands to loosen their grip, relax the forearms, gently guide it, don't oversteer it. The slender, slick racing tires are whirring on the asphalt. Knowing that when I get to the bottom, the path will rise up just before I get to the bridge, I start tapping the brake levers to the Archer Sturmy drum brakes. I've got to bleed some of the speed off before I hit the wooden slats of that bridge, or I'll never be able to control this thing. These things have been clocked at better than 55 miles an hour going downhill. That's while sitting a couple of inches off the ground, riding on tires not much wider than your little finger. I won't be riding it that fast. Not anytime soon, anyway. Tomorrow it'll be 54 degrees. Maybe the snow and ice will be melted off the black asphalt path out east of town towards Scott Air Force Base, 
where there are no hills or trees to shade the path from the warming rays of the sun. I won't pedal 55 miles an hour, nor will I set a world record. But maybe I'll set my own record. I'll go fast. It'll feel good. This is Bill Enyart with Reflections from the River. You can email me at bill at billenyart.com. That's B-I-L-L at B-I-L-L. E-N-Y-A-R-T dot com. Thanks for listening.